no film understands youth group kids in public school like an Emma Stone high school movie. That was Easy A, and this is Godfellas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Godfellas, the small group that probably won't see you at the poll. I'm Mr. Zach. I'm Miss Hannah. And tonight we, uh... <laughs> that got me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I read it ahead of time, so I was prepared, but that's very funny. I was not prepared. We're talking about a, uh, a movie that is not technically a Christian movie, but I just saw it for the first time a few months ago, and I was like, oh, this movie... Someone gets what what I had to endure in high school, being surrounded by these weird children. And Hannah was like, "Would you ever do a Godfellas on this?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, we have to, we have to." <laughs> and since we had to, we had to get just oh, some incredible, incredible guests, oh, gosh. Uh, folks, <laughs> folks. I hope I hope you're ready to be happy. I, I hope you're ready to have a good time. I hope you're ready to uh, to love, to laugh, to feel. Uh, ladies, I don't know what I'm saying. I thought you were going to say live, laugh, love. <laughs> to live, to laugh, to love. Hey, hey, oh, we're going to live, laugh, and love It tonight. sounded like the Nicole Kidman ad. We to come to this place. To <laughs> <laughs> we come to this place to hang out with the secondhand film critics because here they are. Boom. We we are here. We are present. <laughs> present and accounted for, as they would say in school. Which either this is about a school, even though all the kid all the kids look like as old as the the teachers, but yes. technically they're supposed to be in school. So yes, present the attendance uh, here. Yes, yes. So uh, hey, we're we're back. We took like we accidentally took the entire summer off. Mm. Uh, but but now I'm sorry, but, everyone. Hey, <laughs> you know summer is is a fluid thing. It, it happens. It, is. Was... it flows by, and you can't you can't apologize for it. It's you just can't. a testament that Zach quite literally runs this podcast because I was here every week. Like, how do I edit this podcast mm. for the seventh heaven episode? So well, we waited till Zach was back, and you know, now not, we're back. Not <laughs> since I was told that I was going to be hosting a show called Godfellas has someone told me that I run this show. So thank you, Hannah. Huh. Which yeah yeah fun. Fun fact of history, everybody. Uh, this show got started because Brandon Sharp of a good show fame called me and said, hey, you're going to host a show called Godfellas. And I was like, okay, cool. And and here we are. Look at that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon uh, Sharp. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> shout out, you. Brandon. Yeah. yeah. Shout, out, shout out, Brandon. But uh, friends, secondhand film critics are in the house. And, uh, you know, how's, how's your summer been? How was... Uh, well, I guess you didn't take time off, but yeah, how how are the summer the summer season? Uh, it was good. You know, I it was a lo- it was long. My mm-hmm. school ends like this year they ended the second to like last week of April. So I had a long summer. Um wow. so I 
it, it was it, it was full of a lot of different things. I tried to get some some stuff done that I wanted to get done, but I also tried, you know, but my best to relax. I feel like mm. movie wise, since this is a movie podcast, the the start of the summer was fire. Great mm. start. Mm-hmm. April, May. Yeah. And then it really it, it has died off and we're still in the drought. We it, we haven't mm. escaped yet. August yeah. was r- really rough. Yeah. Really rough. Um I'm huh. I'm hoping but even then, like the film festivals, I feel like a lot of the movies that people were hoping were really good are like only oak kind of good. So there's I feel like this is gonna be an interesting year. Um yeah. movie yeah. wise. But I did see some fun ones, you know. I think were there, were there any surprises? As far as movies go this summer, um, as far as as far as new movies go, I would say I think Bullet Train was really fun. I yeah, I really like Bullet yeah. Train. Yeah, I feel like I was I went in wanting a fun ride, no pun intended, and that's what <laughs> that's what I got. And it was re- I thought it was really funny. And the third act, I think it it lost me a bit. But, a little bit, yeah. But um, I would say it's worth it for the first two acts at least to go see it, and definitely, especially like seeing it w- in a theater with people. Like everyone was laughing, and that's something mm. that I haven't got with the last few Marvel movies, where no one laughs. No. So yep. it was nice. I liked. I liked that movie. I thought it was fun. I need to like. I do not go see movies enough. I just mm. at this point, I. It's very hard for me to go to the theater physically to, like, bring myself to see something, especially right now mm. when it's, like, stuff that I don't particularly care about. So I need to, like, cancel mm. my A-list because it's not mm. being put enough wow. to use. We'll see. Wow. I I just, I don't want to wow. cancel it now because I know all the good With movies are about to come out. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're on the so, precipice of something great. Mm. Um, But I did really, like... Um, the new Downton Abbey movie, mm. which I did not watch in the theater because it it, it did a release um uh. to Peacock, I believe as well. Mm-hmm. So I saw it on Peacock, and it was very lovely. Mm-hmm. Hannah, um, I can't honestly can't even think of new I, movies we saw recently. I know. I mean, I know the answer. It, it was TGM. I don't want to say I don't want to take it away from you, but we remember when we were in Pennsylvania for that for that day, and we we're like, let's see a movie, and you did not want to see uh, Tom Cruise. Oh, Top Gun. <laughs> oh yeah. well, obviously yeah. Top Gun is the movie of of the Matt. TGM. Yeah, that's the movie of Top the Gun Maverick. <laughs> I forgot oh, that was summer. You yeah. know what? You said TGM, and my brain said TJM, and I'm like, what? Yeah, no. no. I had no I had no faith in that movie at no, all. No, I and couldn't have fantastic. cared less. I was I honestly like Zach was like i got us tickets and i was like why mm. <laughs> i think you should do that shirtless movie. miles teller of course yes. yeah i mean i was i i did really enjoy myself <laughs> i think you should do that movie on godfellas because it is like worthy enough <laughs> to be like if it doesn't get nominated for best picture i will no. get i will probably make uh signs and picket outside yeah. of the oscar studios <laughs> We'll go with you. It'll yeah, be a, we'll it'll be the crossover event yeah, I'll of go. the century. <laughs> I will say too, we did just see. I saw for the first time the other day in theaters, uh, Jaws. <laughs> oh yo, Jaws I saw IMAX. that yesterday in IMAX. Yo. It was dope. We, so we fun. did too. So I, fun. Foolishly though, Hannah was like, "Is this movie scary?" I was like, "Nah, it's, it's now, a scary like, movie." It's, I forgot it's a how scary, scary it is. movie. It is. 
And my speed's like Care Bears go to the mall and like have trouble ordering at the food court. Like mm. that's my kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, right. So, <laughs> yeah. I was not well, expecting. Well, I'm sure that. like on IMAX, it's very intense as well. It yeah, is, you know what it was? Loud. It was the sound. The surround yeah. sound is what got me. The sound yeah. is cr- mm. the sound is definitely because it's still in the same aspect ratio. Like it's not open mat. Like it's still like yeah. it's just a bigger size. But the sound is what I noticed most. Like. Yeah, so some of the score that I never noticed before, like just I was like, "Wow, this score is great." My Man. theater that is local is not an IMAX theater, but they are showing it in real D three D. That's my, one of my theaters is too. Yeah, we and I saw that. No, thank you. Yeah, and I was like, "No, <laughs> that no. seems like something that would not be good." Why not just regular? Like, why? Why the? 3D? Well, yeah, put it in the big D. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what the theater's called. That's what the theater's uh, called. They, it is, it is. is at my AMC. It's the big That's D. amazing. Hey, I didn't think Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was going to be any good at all, and I really, it's really enjoyed really it. It's really funny. Oh, it's a we very didn't get funny that movie. One. Yeah, Bodies, well, it was weird because Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was like everything I expected it to be, mm-hmm. and yet more. Like, after watching, I was like, yep, okay. But then I was like, it was, but it was like really good. Yeah, it was. It was. I really liked that movie. Yeah. It was funny because I was with it was like me and then two other people my age and then one like older guy and he like laughed at nothing. And then like us three were dying laughing the whole, like at all the jokes because mm-hmm. the jokes are so like specific to it. They're so niche. I think to like mm. chronically well, online were- people really, I think yeah. is the main thing. <laughs> there, there was an older gentleman who every row was open at our AMC, yet he decided to buy the the seat right next to me. Oh. And I and so he came that. and sat down. Yeah. What, so there were too on, many dude. bodies, bodies, bodies near bodies. you. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about the summer of 2022. We're here to talk about the summer of 2010. If this movie came out during the summer, I think. We are here to talk about Easy A. <laughs> So, uh, Hannah, would you would you care to tell everybody why you uh, had me watch this movie? Oh, goodness. It was within a context of something like we had seen a movie. We'd watched a movie that kind of reminded me of like high school teen comedy, but like good. Mm. Like, I don't remember what we watched, but was it eighth grade. Maybe it could have been. But I just I remember like we this is when my sisters and I quote all the time mm. like the bye Ni- when she says bye Nina like that's how we literally say goodbye to each other like <laughs> just those little obscure things and I was like oh I would love to share that with Zach and then rewatching it and then also like rewatching it after like reading the Scarlet Letter for real mm. um, then I was like oh this would be good to talk about on Godfellas yeah well yeah, so this movie, it, it was interesting because in middle school, they showed Mean Girls at our youth group because they're like, listen, this is what's going on in your school and you need to know about this. But then, like, after watching this, I was like, I think they should be showing this movie also in that same circle because, mm. oh boy, did did I know every uh, Amanda Bynes at my, my Hempfield High School in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, like... Yeah, they're they're everywhere. But uh, Noah, Kayla, uh, Noah, you'd not seen this movie, right? I had not. No. 
Oh, mm. I didn't know that. So, so, Kayla, what was your experience with this film? Um, I think it was on Netflix, and I was house-sitting, I believe, and I just wanted something easy to watch, so I popped it on. Uh, and I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. I think I watched it, like, maybe two years ago. And mm. I've had it on a short list for Noah to watch, possibly for our pod. It's a well. I say shortlist. There's quite a few movies on it um, for when we do cinema swap, and so I was really excited when you messaged about it because I had been thinking about watching this movie again at some point and just like never did. So I was glad mm. for the reason to. I see. I see the scene with the parents um, on TikTok all the time. Yeah, of yes. like b- both of the scenes with the parents, like the adopted. Um, scene with the kid and then the bad word scene like those yeah. are on TikTok constantly and so it always makes me want to come back to the movie whenever I see those mm-hmm. mm. and, and Noah what was your uh, going into this movie what were you thinking yes before I say that I will say I looked at your letterbox diary and it looks like the movie that inspired you to watch this was she's the man because you yes. watched that on the yes, same it was. day yes there yes, we go mystery solved um, my, thank you. Thank you, Noah. You're for, welcome. It's <laughs> an investigative research. <laughs> yes. You know what it was? It was probably like, ah, uh, I mean, like, I'll talk like. Do you want to see her in a good movie? It was like, ah, oh, I miss Amanda Bynes. I, yes. Mm. And then it was like, oh, we haven't seen EZA yet. And then that's probably what it was. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, my expectations going into this. I don't know. I think I expected it to be good because like, I mean, obviously I know y- like you guys like it and a lot of people on the letterbox rate it like higher than I think you would I would have assumed maybe if someone just asked me what do you think this has it rated oh sure so um I definitely went and not expecting it to be like amazing but I I went in like okay this is probably gonna be really fun and it was under 100 minutes which I love uh that's always a, a huge plus um and I like I love Emma Stone I think she's a really good actress yeah. that people kind of pigeonhole to like they think that she only does like one thing but then she does i feel like a lot of her movies are really different and her characters are pretty different so i think that she um i was excited to see her in this and just also i had no idea who else was in it so it was kind of fun to see Mm. some of the smaller characters like the, the but bigger actors um that was fun and i did end up liking it i thought it was really really fun a really good I mean I'm always down for a good high school movie that's also like those are always it's always a great setup and um very hard to get wrong I feel like there's very few high school movies where it's like that didn't work at all um but I really did like it I thought it was really good yeah well good good I'm glad that you <laughs> I was nervous like waiting to to hear back waiting it, to it's see. one where where I I also I've heard people go one of the main complaints that I hear is that it's too derivative of other high school movies, which I'm like, eh. I don't know that they I all necessarily are. agree. Yeah, they're all yeah. they all have they're in high school. What more can you do with mm. the characters? Yeah. It's like they go to school, they have drama. That is like the extent of a high school movie. That's all you're gonna get out of it. Yeah, and and yeah, that's the that's the synopsis of this movie is Emma Stone goes to high school and there's drama. Because, uh, you know, she's trying to um, help the the fellas at our school who 
we're having a <laughs> we're having a hard time. And uh, you know, yeah, you should definitely you should definitely check this movie out if <laughs> okay. you haven't. <laughs> it's hard. I was trying to like find a like decent synopsis, but so much happens in this movie. Like so yeah. it's so just like well, I, I mean, and watching it starts, trailers and being like, that's what is this kind movie? of in the middle of the movie too. When like she starts yeah. the whole like, it actually is a thing. At first, it starts with her lying to her best friend yeah. because she doesn't yeah. want to like go on a camping trip, right? Yeah. And so she's like, "I have a date," and I don't remember how. Like for some reason, her best friend thinks that they had sex on the date, and then so she just says she does. She did mm-hmm. in the bathroom, and then it gets overheard by. The sister Christian is their what they call her, I think. Yes. Um, yes. And and, and yes. then you know, I, I'm sure you can guess what happens next. Rumors yeah. spread yeah. like wildfire, as they do, and then it kind of spirals, snowballs. Yeah. So, so basically, as I was saying earlier, without being, I'll just say it without being concise. Basically, there is a character who is gay and who's being bullied, and mm. actually, a really like powerful scene in the movie like there's one line that got me where he's like they keep saying that like it'll always be better tomorrow but it's today and it sucks and i was like Mm. "Mm, that's that's a good line so true that's good yeah yeah so basically they they pretend to have sex for uh where's the gift card to it's tj maxx or something like that target something target that's what it is yeah his, and yeah. then and then other There's other an guys zone. find out and basically <laughs> she lies about having like sexual encounters with them and it gets and it gets out of hand yeah. but um yeah i guess what what did we what jumped out to everybody like in particular about this movie that maybe sets it apart from the the pack of other high school films well i think we already you already kind of mentioned it a little bit but the scarlet letter connection already kind yeah. of I mean, it it puts itself on a higher pedestal if it's comparing itself to the Scarlet Letter because that's such like an iconic and like revered novel. I guess it's a novel. Yeah. It's kind of like a novella. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but that I think is interesting, like comparing it because it does have like the high school, like a lot of movies now do high school movies. It's like, I really wish that my mo- life was like the Breakfast Club. Like it references other high school movies, but not a lot mm. of high school movies reference like like a uh, classic literature and try to take from no. that as well. Unless it's like Jane Austen, but Scarlet letter is like a different <laughs> kind of thing. So I think that's one yeah. thing that I thought was different about it. Yeah. Yeah. I would say there were three things that really stuck out to me. <laughs> Whoa. My, this is my three point essay. Um, no <laughs> one paragraph. Uh, each. I think the first thing that really stuck out to me was just like Rhiannon is like a, like a really bad friend. Mm. Like, Especially at the beginning, like she's like bullying her basically. And like, like the whole thing about she starts like asking her if she had sex with the guy, like, yeah, like, okay, did she have to lie about the camping trip? Well, but you know, I, I, I see why she did because like when she says, like, oh, you did, you did sleep with him and calling her names. And she says, hey, don't call me those names and just kind of like jokes it off. Like, I feel like maybe we all haven't, but I've definitely, and I'm sure many others have had a friend that is a friend, but is, is kind of like mm. in high school, everyone's especially exhaust, in high school. Cause exhausting. you were friends before and you're kind of like, we're in the same place all the yeah. time and it's just easier not to say anything. Yeah, yeah. You're growing apart. You're, you act differently, but you, you're still kind of friends with them. Cause you're like, 
if I'm not, who will be? You know. Well, like, also, she says it kind, of, kind of in the restaurant where she's like, he's like, I thought you guys were not like talking anymore. Like we're not, but we're still best friends. Like that sums it yeah. up perfectly. Where it's like we're not <laughs> yeah. really talking, but it's still like you have yeah. to have a best friend or like yeah. in high yeah. school. Absolutely. Yeah. And the second thing that really I I do really, I mean, it's not my favorite but i i still do really like the love story in this movie because i love how especially towards the end just how todd speaks to her and and tries to say you know like i really couldn't care less what other people say like i know you and i've known you and i think that's always like just a really sweet and like it, it, it's not just like this big romantic gesture, but it's like it, it's like it, it's a, it's I think it's like a testament of like the friendship, like that he's paid attention. And I really like those things. Um, and then the third thing that I really like paid attention to was towards the beginning when they're in English class and the teacher is talking about the Scarlet Letter. He says something along the lines of like, but, you know, Hester lived in a different time where the worst thing for a woman was you know, to be caught in like this kind of situation. And I'm thinking they're like, was it like, I feel like this movie kind of explores, like, I don't think that Hester and mm. Olive are living in that different of times. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, not, not to jump in too early, but one of the things I think I like about this movie is that it almost is that it subverts expectations twice where you expect it's going to be a movie about like, her being like, oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. But how she kind of like wears the assumptions as like a badge of honor. But she still ends up like, you know, feeling like shame and feeling bad. And it's like the thing of the whole to quote Boy Meets World, the whole point of like the Scarlet words, the Scarlet letter is that like, you know, one rumor can ruin someone's life. And so I think that Easy A brings up like uh, so many I think in 2010 and on, like, you know, self-deprecation is such a big part of, like, humor, especially for, like, teens and young adults. And so I think this movie takes that and goes, but it can also go, like, too far. Because you talk, I think it says something cool about, you can try to get ahead of it, but eventually, like, you know, you can still, like, a lie can still be just as harmful you know, today as it was ever. Like, that's a universal, eternal tragedy. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, a, li- a-, a lie can... I think that's true, too. Like, yeah, the li- lies and rumors still spread. But also the thing I think Hannah was saying, too, was, like, how being, like, a woman is the same. Like, and it's, like, mm. not any better. Like, even though maybe yeah. thing the way things happen have changed like she's still like completely societally ostracized maybe she's not getting burned at the stake but it's still like sure. it mirrors right. the story <laughs> of scarlet letter in that way and it kind of yeah. is in that way like saying like no this it's yeah. all the same issues are still here it's just society it just looks different but it's still the same yeah. core issue which i think Absolutely. like i said is something that sets it apart because like it does have a little something to say in that way and I think I would, if I was an English teacher, this would be a much more better way to teach this lesson in a, to kids than having them read the Scarlet Letter because that book is so boring. And <laughs> I, really boring I hated that book. It was awful. Well, I, I will say, though, one of the things that I think is cool is that in the book and 
the movie, it's still the church leading the charge against against her. I was well, yeah. like, mm. oh, yeah. I was gonna like society back then was so rooted in. I mean, I would still say there's self righteousness. No, like like in that village per se, right? Like the whole like yeah charge against her is rooted in uh religious morality, right? Like mm. what they decide is um a sin or not. And while I would still say there's truth to that today. But let's think public high school. It's the Christians that are the ones that are like leading the charge of these rumors. So there's the there's that that tracks. Right. Like because that's the truth. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's always the Christian. What What did we think of the Amanda Bynes character, Marianne Bryant? I mean, spot on just mm-hmm. the way it's written yeah, and yeah. the way she played it. Like, yeah, I don't I'm not as familiar with her background and stuff. But, like, I, she had to have known people like this. Like, to Absolutely. be able to play the character like she did is just, like, you watch it and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can name multiple people probably on both hands that, mm-hmm. like, acted exactly like this or led charges like this or said things like this. Um, I think specifically the like <laughs> the prayer circle that they do yeah. where they start oh my singing. Gosh. I Too was real. like, oh, gosh, like, I know this is funny, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, it's not funny <laughs> no. because it's it's actually like like we we can laugh at it now. But like there are people that do that and and oh, yeah. they do it seriously, too. It's not like mm. they're doing it you know, ironically or comedically, like those are things that actually happen. Definitely. Yeah. I don't, it's interesting because I remember in high school, like when you would walk past like the church club and they would all leave with like an air of snobbery, Mm. you know, like they, they wouldn't ever walk out. Like we're here to love our neighbors and to be kind to all the children at school. But they left like, we're on a mission to save all your souls, idiots. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like very much that air. I, I I was curious though, Hannah and, and Kayla, like my interaction with these kind of girls in high school is like some guy would say something to her like, I like your haircut, and she'd be like, I'm not gonna have sex with you. Like <laughs> that, that was that was always like what I noticed. I is this but is this how like the Christian girls talked to other girls? Well, I think my <laughs> <That was> funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I'm sorry. It's a hundred percent true. Or like there was always, there were always, like, I remember one time we were sitting on the bus and this one kid was just kind of looking in this girl's general direction and she had on a Sanctus real shirt, not to drag her too much. Oh, but like she was sitting, she was sitting there and she's like, I'm sorry. Do you have a staring problem? Fix it. And she's like, oh look the other way. Like, yeah. I was like, stop, stop. <laughs> Relax. No, I think. At least, um, I don't know if it would depend on what denomination you are. Um, I think in my youth group, like, the word sex could not even be uttered at all. <sighs> like, right. it was never spoken but in any context. Um, and mm-hmm. even if it was, like, being talked about, it w- you always bounced around the word mm. sex. And I think especially in like women's circles, they're not talking about like it's never about what the guy is is thinking or wanting. It's about what you are supposed to be doing. So you're more focused on, I guess, 
for me, my perspective is you're more focused on yourself being like, is my shirt too low? Are my shorts too high? Like, yeah. am I doing this, etc.? You're not thinking like, oh, that guy wants to have sex with me. You're thinking like, am I being modest or whatnot? Mm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think a lot of the, you know, and I was even, I had a conversation with the coworker today about, sorry, we had this whole conversation about, you know, in young church settings, I've always heard like the boys starting from like age 12 or 13 having these, all right, let's talk about how great sex is going to be when you're older. And then for the girls, it was like, how dare you think about kissing? Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. You are a flower. Like, keep it to yourself. Like, like, and, and that was something like just, I think, so ingrained in a, you know, like I would say like youth group for girls for so, for so long. I would agree with that. I would say, uh, were you asking at like in, in the extent of how Christian girls, like how I would talk to the guys in high school or how they would talk to me. I would say my experience is a little different mm-hmm. only going to Christian schools growing yeah. up because it's like you can only say so much about the God like because it's like yeah that's why we're all here right? right like obviously there was like a small population of students that were like yeah my parents sent me here and I don't believe in God but like for the most part every mm-hmm. kid was like um yeah like you, you it was it, you couldn't necessarily so I would say the extent though honestly the worst like mean christian girl story i can think of was in like second grade Mm. when like there was a girl in my class that said shut up and we were all like oh Oh, man how could you how Uh could you say and i feel so bad we like cornered her and she started crying (laughs) she was like she was like my family says it we were like how could you you sinner you i feel so bad about that but Mm. i would say the culture of like where i went to school was definitely like sure always toxic well that am i the only one who went to public school with christians or no yes yes oh 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 no (laughs) 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 well no this i mean there it was interesting because they would do like see you at the poll and then like those kids were always like the meanest kids ever like they were just like big jerks and i mean i don't i don't know i don't necessarily want to like call people out retroactively especially because high school is such a weird time yeah but those kids also weren't like the kids who were going and like sitting with lonely kids at lunch you know what i mean like it wasn't like they weren't the kids who were going out of their way to like be nice Mm -hmm. to other people or to like stand up for you know the kids who are getting bullied because i remember like we had the uh the gay straight alliance club Mm -hmm. and those kids just like they got tormented relentlessly and no one was like speaking up for them or doing anything about that, save, you know, like their their friends just looking out mm. for each other. But there's no the group that's supposed to be loving people and allegedly winning the world for the brotherhood of Christ mm. or, you know, they're they're not doing yeah. that, you know. So I don't know. I don't know. It was like seeing it in the movie. Yeah, Kaylee, you're exactly right. You want to laugh. And you do. But then it's also because. It's too real. It's yeah. too real. I think the uh, telling thing is like the only conversion that happens, I guess, quote unquote, is um, <laughs> with her her friend. And I think that's also says a lot where it's like 
using um someone's like i mean her jealousy like seeing someone vulnerable like that and using that like to be like don't you want to join our side now don't you want to be a christian now because you're like just using that um like seeing something and like turning that into a way to be like okay this is how we can get them you know and i think that is a big that is a big thing too because it's like um, like the only conversion that happens is not anything like you said, where it's like, oh, they're going up oh. to someone and they're just like talking to them or they're just asking how their day was. Like, that's the only time yeah. you see them doing something is in that specific, like toxic way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, gosh, isn't that ebl- I'm so good at saying words, guys. I'm so good at saying <laughs> that's words. Why you have a podcast. But isn't that <laughs> Amen. Yeah. isn't that emblematic of like what youth group is or Mm. like where you show up and they're like, y'all are big old pieces of garbage and you should be ashamed of who you are. You're terrible people. Mm. And now you need to come and repent, you know? Yeah. So it's, you know, you hear, you hear at youth group, like everyone is terrible and needs, you know, Jesus in their life. And so then you go to school and you're like, Oh, I can be mean to people. And like, I think also there's such like this toxic idea of like tough love. Like everyone's being soft. You got, you got to go in there and be a jerk. You know, mm. I know Jesus says, love one another as I've loved you, but, uh, there's a, you know, that's a gray area. That's a moral gray area. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Cause even like, even overhearing someone in the past, like week or so talking about how, you know, like if I, 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 you know, I love people that, uh, believe some issue i insert any issue they disagree with but mm-hmm. you know because i love them i i have to tell them the truth and it's like no that's not classic argument <laughs> classic like you're not doing that you're trying to like win you're yeah. trying to make up you're trying to be a jerk well, because i love them succeeding. i have to spread this rumor around the school that's it's it's in love yeah like it's like the well, same, i mean yeah yeah well, gosh, isn't that how rumors spread in, in like church circles of like, I heard Bethany's pregnant. We need to pray for her. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is yeah. exactly what happens because I remember being in high school and someone in a friend group of mine slept with somebody because she kind of was like on the outskirts of the church group. So she came to church, but she was like secular you know so she was one of those you know and it's not halloween yet kayla you can't i know (laughs) (laughs) so she or the rumor was she had slept with someone like it was not even confirmed that she had slept with someone someone else just said it and i just remember like everyone in our like small circle being like oh my gosh like she has just turned down the wrong path. Like, we need to save her. We need to help her. And like, but you're telling other people about it. So you're like, I need to tell my leader here. And I need to tell this person to pray for her. And then suddenly everyone in the youth group knows that so-and-so allegedly slept with somebody. And then yeah. obviously the church treats them a very specific way based on that. Like, so it's very... This is very true. It mm. it yeah. spreads very quickly. Well, well, I was thinking, Kayla, to go back to your point about like what you know, as a lady in the church, the idea of like what am I wearing? I remember in youth group, like 
guys would be particularly handsy with their girlfriends and, you know, like mm, just, mm-hmm. you know, touching them all the time, stuff like that. And there was never like, hey, like, stop, like, that's inappropriate. But it's like, hey, I think your shorts are, <laughs> I think those shorts are a little too short. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's interesting. Like, well, I, I think it, the world hates young women and seems to want to punish them, which is like disgusting and terrible. My thing was always like, I just think it's obviously there's a lot of issues with the way that they treat women. But I also think it's interesting that the church believes that sex is a man's thing. And I think like uh, this movie and the book, um, which I haven't read, uh, but it seems like, you know, they're blaming this woman for having sexual thoughts. But it's funny because when you go to church as a kid... Um, like if you went to a church camp or any church thing where you're swimming, a Jesus the, camp, if you will, a Jesus camp, uh, the girls oh, have to wear one piece swimsuit mm-hmm, and then yeah. also have to wear usually a t-shirt and shorts, but then the boys get to wear just their swim trunks and like no shirt even. And yeah. it's like, what if like you're saying all this stuff about sexual thoughts, but like, what if? girls are having sexual thoughts like have you mm-hmm, thought about absolutely. that like or have you thought then they're about a witch like, and they, they that's yeah then it's yeah. there <laughs> like it's not, always blamed yeah it just is so and that's what's so interesting about this movie to me is that it is so mm-hmm. like women-centric like that she's the main character um and the church kind of is the one that like sort of demonizes her situation like because all these other people don't really care that you know, she is supposedly sleeping with people. They're just like, oh, yeah, ha, ha. Like, they laugh about it and whatnot. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. more guys want some of it. But it's like, it's the church that's the one who's, like, spreading, you know, the words around that aren't as good to be calling her. Like, they're the ones yeah. that are saying that, not everyone else. Mm-hmm. What's so sad, too, is, like, obviously, every child goes through puberty at some point in life, right? Like, that's a part of life. but that's just around the time that like we start to make girls so aware of how we the collective we like sexualize their bodies like you know i think of especially this might be the most tmi thing i've ever said on the pod but i i don't care i'm just i'm just giving everyone the warning um for those like you know as a fairly chesty girl myself like having to learn how to adapt to like being like a small child to then all of a sudden like I have boobs like and now I have to like learn how to dress myself and learn how to like take care of myself and oh every shirt just happens to show for the most part like the fact that I have boobs and that's always called out and it's always a problem and it's like I am trying to learn how to be comfortable with my body but it's like you're almost never granted that opportunity going back to the swimsuit thing or what you're wearing like you're always pointed out for something that you're doing wrong as you're adapting into life. It's the most awkward time of your life. And that's right when it starts of like, you know, I would even say it can start younger. But like like that's something that I was reminded of is like, you know, we start shaming, you know, especially women like just from such a young age when they're just learning how to how to grow into themselves, both like in personality and in body. And it's uh it's a sad thing and 
it, it becomes like a, a weaponization of of your body. Like we take purity and weaponize the body. Uh, and it's and it you know, it really does like I, I won't get into it. But Yeah, but you're hit it's by so both convoluted. sides too. So it's like yeah. if you're in yeah. a quote unquote secular circle and then you're also in a church circle, there's no balance to be found because like yeah. if you have to be modest, you lean into modesty, but then you flip back to the other side and it's like everyone else makes fun of you for what you're wearing. And it's like, yeah. oh, you don't wear a lot of makeup. Oh, you like you're wearing clothes that cover your body. Like, who are you? But then mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. in the church, it's like, oh, well, like your shorts are too short now or you're <laughs> wearing a tank top. Oh, no. Like, so there can never <gasps> be a good balance of it. Like, mm-hmm. it's Absolutely. always just, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, very frustrating. In the movie, too, it's like she she's like never. I think the point, I guess. Is like she's never accepted or like by the group, no matter what she tries to do. So she tries to like deny what the rumors are and they just don't believe mm-hmm. her. And then she tries to play into it and that they still are not accepting of her. And she has to just learn to find worth in herself and yeah. believe herself. And as well, like finding the few people that she has that she can put her trust in as well. Um, yeah. which is like pretty shown in the end towards the end where it's like, she goes to all these people and it's like, Oh, I guess they're all these, these people I'll cut out, you know, cause they're obviously not going to yeah. help. Um, but you know, you can, I think still find people if you look that are like willing to accept you for who you are and like mm. believe you. So I think that's like really shown well in the movie is her like few different changes that she does that like she tries to like play into it and change how she appears to um i don't know like but she's never truly happy until she just like accepts herself for her and like doesn't care what other people think which is definitely great you know that's the goal (laughs) mission accomplished she also has the best parents ever literally the actual best parents like score the lottery was won but she struck gold they're so great. They're amazing. The bucket yeah. list well, scene is uh, iconic. So <laughs> well, I love that I, they I, just like let her figure it out because I think when yeah. you grow yeah. up in a religious circle, so much of your childhood is dictated for you. Mm. Like you're given a choice, but yeah. you are not actually given a choice. Yeah. The choice is the choice that you're told to make or that the Bible tells you to make or your pastor tells you to make. Yeah. And so there's never any finding yourself, growing into yourself, making your own yeah. mistakes. It's like, if yeah. you make a mistake, then that is it. Like you are <laughs> ended in the church. You mm-hmm. are a terrible person. You're outcast. Like it just, it's so cool and refreshing to see yeah. parents of a high school student be like, Oh yeah, like as long as like you're okay and you're safe. Yeah. Like yeah. we're here yeah. for you, but we're going to let you do what you're going to do and go for it and, you know, figure things out, but like yeah. once you need the support, like just remember we're here. And I think that's so cool cuz I just feel like that's not something you get in religious circles. Not no. often. Oh yeah. At least no, in my experience. I think it's like 
you're robbed of so much of like your choice to choose like i guess who you want to be and it's your 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 childhood is there's like a very strong emphasis placed on even f- like from the beginning like what you can use for like the kingdom i guess you could say like as a word that they would use i think you got you zach recently logged the documentary jesus camp and i think that's like a great example yeah. of like the pressure that's put on kids at like such a young age to be like <laughs> you're going to this school so your job you're the only one there then your yeah. job oh is my to gosh, yeah evangelize and but when high school is really meant to be like a place where you can mess up be like a safe space where you can make mistakes and you can try to figure things out but i don't think in religious circles they give kids this like the breathing room for that because it's like immediately like okay you're here you go this is what you need to do and this is your your mission and your goal um even before like they can decide that or are even like developed enough to like yeah have yeah. being able well, be able to have a goal in like a role in the world well i was telling hannah this is not something that i'm like super psyched about but it happened like in high school again going to a public school there were so many like youth groups where they were like you know don't be afraid to you know to share the name of jesus uh-huh, and i was like uh-huh. whereas you know look, looking back now it's like i you know i had a friend from high school reach out and she was like you're always so nice and you were so whatever and I was like, yeah, like, that's who I was. I wasn't like a jerk or anything, I don't think. And if I was, I apologize. But I remember one day, like, finding this, this is, oh, boy, I can't believe I'm about to say this, finding this shirt that said Jesus, but it was the Pepsi logo. And I was like, in my 10th grade brain, I was like, oh, I'm going to wear this. And like, I don't care what they do. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to show up at school, probably get punched in the face, walk through that door. So like, I, get I walked in. for like, my Pepsi Jesus shirt. <laughs> So like I I walked in like ready for like the onslaught of persecution, but like the fact of the matter is no one cared. No, yeah. no know? one cares at all. Yeah, yeah. And that was like, and I am glad that happened because like at a pretty young age I was able to go like, oh maybe they're exaggerating in youth group a mm. little bit. <laughs> like yeah, oh, good point. Yeah, may- maybe this isn't as bad as they say it is, you know. But then you like I had other kids who would just lie. They're like. Yeah, I was wearing my my shirt that uh you know has Jesus over the Reese's cup logo. Uh, cla- and the teacher a told classic. Me to take, <laughs> they're like the yeah. They're like the teacher told me to take it off, and I was like, I was sitting right there. The teacher didn't tell you to take it off, you know. Yeah. So it's it's interesting how much like lying also gets because I think so many kids because you're trying to like build your identity is like I'm not if I'm not getting persecuted, I'm not a good Christian, mm. and like if I don't have opposition, I'm not a good Christian. But it's like I don't know. You could maybe be like Emma Stone in this movie and be nice to people and care for other people. And that might be more effective than anything. You could be like Penn Badgley in this movie. Yeah. Hey, be like Penn Badgley in this movie. Yeah. You know, I would even say there is like, you know, that's something like I would definitely agree in the sense of like there, there's the pressure to make the choice. I mean, especially growing up as a pastor's kid, like I, I do feel like the, what I believe now is the choice I have made separate from anyone's influence. But like as a kid, like, how was I to say no? Like my whole life was like my parents were pastors and I was in Christian school. Like, like I couldn't, there's no way I could even pretend like, you know, and again, like I feel like I'm at a point now, but it's especially with this whole, like, Oh goodness, it drives me crazy. How like 
modern day Christians have such a persecution complex. And it's like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, take the lesson from Penn Badgley in the movie of like, maybe actually help the people who are being mm. like, you don't, you, it doesn't have to be about you. Like maybe the whole point of like being about love and like being like Jesus is like following his servanthood of helping other people who actually need someone there for them. Like, like it's so hard. Sorry. Now, now I'm ranting, but like, <laughs> I'll do it. Like, I, I think that's such, again, like I love that scene when they're in the car. Cause I think it's such a powerful example of like, I, I don't great. care what anyone said. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know you, I've known you for a mm. long time. Like I remember where you live. Like we've been friends forever and I'm here for you. And just, just them hugging, I think is mm. so powerful of like, what? I don't want to kiss you. Yeah. No, and he respects that. He respects that. And then they have a nice hug of like, I'm, I am here for you. Right. Like yeah. it's that symbolism of like, I'm here for you. And then he helps her with the song. And that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, but I like, think I like <laughs> what, what also you said, I think what's at this part is the romance. I agree. I think it's one of the only high school movies that I've seen, like that I can think of, I guess that, doesn't like go so over the top and unrealistic yeah with the romance it's one of like the most yeah. natural romances that i've seen in like a movie like this where it's like uh, like a like a high school teen comedy like where you wouldn't expect yeah. that where it's just like he shows up throughout the movie and i mean obviously you know that that is the guy that she's gonna get together with at the end because i've seen movies before i know how they work um <laughs> right but i do think it's like just a really natural and like they don't he does he's not in the movie for a ton of time but it just like shows how like real relationships work um where it's not just like oh we met in detention and then we it was love (laughs) at first sight like or don't talk about freaky friday that way um (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't i i love that was definitely one of the things where i was like that is like a very well written aspect and brayden lamasters of wallow's fame playing him uh as a kid i was wild that was pretty funny um yeah i liked that part a lot i thought that was like a really good um aspect that grounded it i think in like reality yeah i think one one last thing that i have to share kind of back to what hannah was saying is the scene where um emma stone is helping what is her name marcy marianne Mary, Mary, yes. Um, when she is like helping comfort her, and Marianne's like, "I got through to you," and it's like because that's all that they're thinking. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Mm, they're not thinking. Like it just is so funny that obviously, like it's clear that like her whole mission is not to like actually care about people. Like it's about getting Mm. through to people, which I think is what the whole religious evangelical specific mindset is it's like your whole purpose on the earth is to like win souls and get right. through to sinners and like save them from their heathen um They'll, paganistic yeah. yeah and like purgatory. she can't even enjoy like a moment where like she's being like a raw moment with like someone that maybe that they haven't always seen eye to eye like that's yeah. like a could be like a really good moment in like really healing, but it, then it's like all of a sudden just like, oh no, this is a opportunity now, and it just like takes away what it could have been, you know, for her yeah. like, even like 
as a per yeah. Just like demoting people to a number. Like yeah. they don't have worth as a person. They're mm-hmm. just a number. Yeah. Sometimes people are nice just because that's who they are and there's no ulterior motive. And don't trust people who want to turn you into a statistic or people who want to turn you into their uh hey, their TNT get those devotionals up. They were they, ne- <laughs> they have TNT to get the numbers low. in the bulletin. Did your churches T- do that? Put Tuesday this- night stories. Did your bulletin put saves of the week in your bulletin? Saves of the week? No. We did. We had it. We had a number. We had a number like in the bulletin every week of how many people were saved that week. They would announce it though like quarterly. Like it was like a quarterly meeting it felt like even though it was like the sermon where it's like we have we are on pace to have more like we've had this many baptisms which puts us on pace to get more than we had last year. Like it was they would say the numbers like quarter like again it was like a quarterly like update like just so you know we ha- are a little down so when we do the church at the ballpark we got to make sure mm. we get a couple more people in there so we could get those numbers back to where they need to be oh my goodness no i see i got in trouble in youth group because i hung out like at school i hung out with like kids who smoked weed and stuff like that mm. and they were like zach and they're Shame like zach you. hangs out with kids i know right they're like Zach hangs out with kids who smoke weed <laughs> and like the, and like the youth pastor was like, well, Zach is ministering to them. And as long as he's not, I don't see the problem. I was like, huh? yeah, whatever, dude. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, at least that's better than some, some pa- yeah, that's youth true. pastors yeah. would have said, you know, yeah. I, I, I'll take yeah, it. You're, n- you're not to see them again. <laughs> uh, oh man. Well, folks, it's about that time where we're going to use our manners uh hey just like when they offered you more doritos at at youth group uh when you weren't in trouble um when i offer you more of a easy a uh would will you be hitting me with a yes please or a no thank you it's been so long since i've since i've been on this show uh so kayla here comes the uh, nacho cheese doritos can i interest you in some yes please i would love some nacho cheese Doritos, also because I can eat them because they are gluten free. Um, Shout they? out to Doritos because they they're corn Woo! chips. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I've watched this movie more than once. I think obviously we've had a long conversation and had many things to say about it. And I think if we had more time, we could come up with a plethora of other things to say about it. And I just think. Overall, it's a great high school movie. I think it's got um, good lessons in it. I think it's got good characters in it. And mm. I think for Godfellas, we got some good uh, religious huh. talk. Yeah, some, out some of it good too. content. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> great. <laughs> well, uh, Noah, we have a lot of, we've got a lot of Doritos tonight. Uh, would you like some? I would. I would definitely like some. Doritos. I think this it's like <clears throat> obviously I haven't seen it as much as you guys have, so I don't have like as much experience, but I I like I said I always like these kind of movies. They're very fun. This one it is very light. Like it's a very easy watch, but there are things that sure. I think are like good like impressive about it, the way that it goes about things. I feel similarly to a mo- the movie that this um director did the year prior that me and Kayla watched together fired up um great movie oh yeah yeah. a great movie that is very similar that is like Mm -hmm. it could have just been 
a very like standard teen like teen sex comedy like they could have just followed that formula but i do think like both of them have aspects of them where like wow this is actually like genuinely really interesting and cool um and i think the performances are great like they're just so many little fun characters fun lines like you said i can see why you quoted a lot a lot of fun quotes um yeah i'll i think this is a very rewatchable movie so i definitely will be watching it in the future and eating those Mm. eating those doritos multiple times well well hannah you're in luck because we went to costco this morning and we got it we got a whole bunch can would you like some yes please i love i enjoy this movie um i think it's funny but i also just love uh, what it said, I love. I love the story. I love going through the journey of the story and and thinking about you know, um, you know, different things, implications, and <sighs> yeah. I, I I'm not sure what else to say, other than I'm really glad we talked about it. I think we. It, it's nice to highlight movies some people would deem as uh, too secular, but it's you know, it's so. I I would say it's so relevant to talk about Christian culture in the United States and you know what's going on mm. especially amongst young kids and, and the pressure of like school and whatnot. Mm-hmm. so I'm excited that I was excited yes I mean it's over it's like yeah great we did it <laughs> cool and uh, and so I have all the Doritos now also and uh, of course yeah, yes please yes please Um, yeah this is one I've said this before, but when I saw Mean Girls for the first time, I was like, this is good. I don't know if I get all the hype. And I recently watched Clueless and I was like, this is this is good. This is really good. I'm not I'm not sure I understand like how it got to like that cult status. But this is one like I watched it and I was like, oh, I get it. Like I right I immediately got it. And uh, yeah, I, I think. I don't want to say it's a not for everyone movie because I do think like it's really funny and Emma Stone. I don't think we talked enough about how That's great true. her performance in the movie oh, is, yeah. but like it's really really good and you know it's it's well made. But I think it's gonna the cool thing about this movie is I could definitely see people like watching it and being like yeah you know it's good and like typical. But I think that there's also like more to be enjoyed and you know. Just like there's more flavors of Doritos to be to, to be enjoyed also. And that was very messy, just like your fingers after you have Doritos. But I don't care about the mess. I want them all. I, <laughs> I want all the Doritos. In conclusion, if you haven't seen Easy A and you have Freebie, uh, spoiler alert, you do. So make sure you you check out this movie. It's Freebie. Amen. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so make sure that you... Yeah, check this movie out. It's really good, and it might be better than you expect. But if you're checking things out, also make sure you check out the amazing secondhand film critics. They have a really wonderful podcast, and... uh, I've been a fan since day one, and I truly believe that it's getting better and better with each episode. Wow. So you wow. definitely want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Appreciate yeah it. And you'll good. be on it. Uh, that's coming out, I think, like the 20th. So. Oh. So very, very soon. soon. Very, very soon. soon. I could be yeah, wrong just... on the date, but. 
Yeah, it's coming out. An upcoming episode. In a couple weeks. Mm. We just wrapped up our Summer of Wes Anderson series where we go through his filmography. Um, And we got some fun stuff coming ahead in the October, November months. So I know, I, I think you will not be sorry if you go check it out. There's something for everyone, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. It's a fantastic wow. show. Thank you. Absolutely. Ditto for yeah. you. Uh, yes. Well, thank you. Hannah, is there anything that we'd like to plug? Um, as always, uh at Godfellas the Pod on Insta, um, and at the Honey Initiative if you're interested in Zach and I's music endeavors. We're going on tour soon, so yeah. if we're near you. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Check us out. Yeah. Love it. Very mini <laughs> in tour. Ohio, but very mini tour, a mini but. tour, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and next week we are going to be talking about the sound of music with Phil Lager. So make sure that you watch the sound of music now. And by the time you're done, the new episode. Should be <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Flip that VHS. So get the new VHS because double VHS. Kayla, do you have the one on VHS? I have multiple copies of it on VHS. Incredible. Nice. I have the, I have two nice. double sets and then I have a clamshell of it. Love that. Wow. I love to hear that. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. But until the sound of music, I've been Mr. Zach. I've been Miss Hannah. I've been Mr. Noah. And I have been Miss Kayla. Well, the adventure is over. We're all heading home. But I hope that you know, friends, you're never alone. The sound of oh, I thought that good. was Hannah I for got, a second. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs>